Hey everybody, this is the Talking Energy Show. I'm Matt Hill with Night Energy Services. Ken Lavin with Wintermud. And we have a very distinguished friend of mine and guest here in our studio today. Tell everybody who you are. George Edwards, Edwards Environmental Corporation. George Edwards, Edwards Environmental Corporation. Uh, before we even get started, I just want to say thank you to Trace Management for uh, giving us the uh, space and the studio to do this. So uh, they're our sponsor uh, for the uh, Talking Energy Show. Uh, Trace Management does uh, oil and gas uh, engineering and project management, uh, you know, so drilling, completion, production, facilities, uh I mean, regulatory, just on and on and on. So if you're a uh, operator or a private equity, you know, company and you, you know, want to talk about our industry and how to do it, come in here, meet everybody. Great group to work with. Great oh, group yeah. to work with. We have, you know, we have several here in Oklahoma and, uh, man, they're all just uh, amazing uh, people. And they're everywhere. They they do these services everywhere. Yeah. So anyway, there's my plug. And uh, thank you, George, for being here today. Uh, we've tried this uh once before and it didn't work out quite as well so so now hey technical difficulties everybody that's usually my fault try a ride so george uh you know you and i uh met up you were uh you know found me on what linkedin is that right i think so linkedin facebook but uh Maybe. yeah i mean and so george you know wanted to connect with uh, more people and uh, start networking and uh found a, a way for uh, himself to uh, start being included in the events and meetings. And, uh, man, uh, t tell everybody what – so for the for the people in oil and gas and outside of it, uh, what does George Edwards Environmental do? You guys do remediation and on and on. Tell us about that. All right. I primary in the oil and gas industry do saltwater remediation, some – hydrocarbon remediation. Hydrocarbon remediation is a lot easier to do because it's an organic product and so it will digest and turn into CO2, water, and ash. When you say digest, you're talking about microorganisms yes. that eat mm -hmm. hydrocarbons. 90% 90, 90 of the work in the soil, be it uh, growing crops, is due to the activity of microorganisms. Without them, it's dirt. Right. But with the microorganisms, the uh, fungi, etc., and they're all working symbiotically to uh, produce food for the plants. So uh, a hydrocarbon spill is just basically food for them. So it's going to get broken down. It's going to get broken down. Not that our, I mean, we've talked, we we've, yeah. we've talked about this at length. You know, our industry is constant. We are constantly looking for ways to contribute to um what we know is you know our own you know deficits which is would be spills but we have a handle on ourselves we want to do this before regulatory ever approaches us with you know we don't need more laws we don't need the uh, the state or local you know officials and governments come in and telling us how we do it we do it better ourselves we create you know fields like your own that say hey can you find a way for us to uh possibly uh remediate you know these spills and you found it yes and and typically can do it a lot cheaper versus the traditional dig and haul right because mm -hmm. you still uh with the dig and haul it's got to go someplace well you ought to mention a little deeper on that dig and haul you're that the, he's the environmental uh friendly version yeah that dig yeah. and haul is horrible is it six feet that they have to go down No, they got to go three feet minimum um minimum assuming assuming 
that uh, were over 2,640 parts per million of soluble salts, 1,000 on uh, uh, chlorides, and 4,000 on conductivity. And how far from the epicenter, so to speak, of, say, a spill is that three feet? Is that typically been? I'm just trying to make our viewers realize that that I've had I've been there with those hauls, and we're talking truckloads of dirt just to get back to where things need to be. So what you're doing is huge. So go yes. ahead. Well, uh, one project I had was four acres. Oh my God! And it was at least three feet deep. That's as deep as we had to go, even though it was still. Because you're going out there and testing it, you're doing that. I yeah. do soil the soil sampling. Do it and uh, the anal the analytical work. I send to um, a certified lab here in Oklahoma City to know exactly what I'm dealing with. Now, to answer your question, how far is it outside of the spill area? Does it really go? You've got dispersion. So. Uh, the best example to explain dispersion, let's say we take a box of Kleenex and we pour some water in the center of the box of Kleenex. Does that uh, water go straight down? Hmm. No, it disperses and goes out sideways. So if somebody tells me we've got a 10 by 10 spill, I will add at least 15% to that calculation to get determine my cubic yards now when you do a dig and haul you're looking at a hundred to two hundred dollars a cubic yard three foot by three foot by three foot oh no it's right. it's unbelievable yeah and and depending on the age of it depends on the um, soil structure if you've got clay well that salt binds it's an ionic bond to the clay and people think, and I've seen it in the agricultural industry, well, if you have a spill, just water it real good, and it'll disperse. No, it's a bond. You have to break that bond. Mm. So Great example. What, what I like about this, though, is, uh, I mean, inevitably, I see uh, our own industry, the oil and gas, being very responsible for our own uh, environmental uh, ESG, if you will. You know, yeah. we're like, hey, look, we are looking out. You know, we get a bad rap. Uh, but it's uh, but we own it we own it like hey look yeah. we uh we're out there as an industry constantly looking for ways to improve our own environment we live here we breathe here we school here i mean i don't i don't you and i talk about it all the time we love hunting and fishing mm-hmm. uh a lot of our conversations end up you know there he's man this guy knows about deer a lot about deer i've been managing him since 1987 yeah well yeah. Hey, speak, hey. All this uh, environmental talk aside, where where did you come from, George? I want to know a little bit more about you. Do, I mean, you're always so interesting to me, and I, and I think uh, that's uh, worth visiting. How long have you been in oil and gas? How did you even get started in environmental sciences? Well, it goes back. My dad uh, graduated from Princeton University in 1932 as a geologist, came back, our family's been here since 1889. Wow. My grandfather actually was the judge that uh, was uh, appointed to record the real estate documents for the run of 89. He was there. No. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And so the family's been here since 89, started a business in 1892, and um, that's how we got started here right my father was a geologist and he came back 
my grandfather being a early person here uh, had advantages that other people had as well and took advantage of that sure we bought uh, land for 10 cents an acre full minerals and, in, and uh, surface not uh, jealous in the 30s and still own the minerals good anyway so I've always had an interest in biology from in, in uh, high school and growing up dad had a uh, field a small oil field down by Lawton east side Lawton and so he would manage it himself and so growing up I was about 10 years old and said dad can I help so I went down and I'm on a step ladder and I'm painting the tank batteries with the silver paint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were the tin man. I was the tin man. <laughs> and um, then later on, I'd say, I'd say, Dad, can I help do something else? Well, one of the um, bedrooms in, the, in our home uh, was his office, one of his offices. And so I would sit there and he would show me, he'd give me the colored pencils and I would color the oil logs, the well logs for him. And I had a list of, you know, from uh, 253 to 260 feet, and I would color that according color to him. So he would use those well logs. Oh, wow. So then uh, in high school, uh, I got a little more interested, and I, you know, people were playing football, soccer, and whatnot. I'm out at farm ponds netting uh, aquatic insect life, of all things and putting them in in uh, aquariums and watching them right yeah i was a geek oh uh, nothing wrong with that no and so then i went to college at osu go pokes and uh got a business degree there in 73 and then i went into different uh, sales fields and uh commercial real estate uh, life insurance etc and then in 1990 i was told you ought to look at this product. It would be a heaven sent to the wastewater treatment industry. So I worked in that for two years, learning it self-taught about sewer plants. And I've been doing that for over 30 years. And I'm a consultant to towns in a couple of states. I'm licensed by the Oklahoma Department of Environmental Quality and Nebraska DEQ. So I still, we're dealing with, with biology. We're still dealing with microorganisms. So, because of my uh, experience, I... Uh... Everybody that uh, comes on Talking Energy Show at least uh, gets several phone calls during it because we are luckily not live, and I can maybe edit that out. Okay. I'm going to put it right here. Okay, go on. Um, so... George, you were in the uh, wastewater treatment, and then how do you go from wastewater to, hey, I, I know all these people in oil and gas? Uh, That's a good question. Yeah, how do you get, how do you make transition into, I really like the whole idea of helping uh, this industry out with remediation. All right. Uh, from my upbringing going to school, a lot of my classmates uh, went into the oil and gas a business because of their family, mm. A. Our state is kind state, of you know, relying right. on our energy needs. Right. And then just my association with them, uh, and they help me even today. Uh, so you know a lot of people I in oil and gas in Oklahoma and our, man, and just everybody from uh, 
from uh, our uh, elected officials and uh, yes. city and state reps. Yeah, I've, and luckily when I get to hang out with you, there's nobody that doesn't walk by and probably doesn't know George. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. it's nice to uh, it's, be around that. It uh, if if something needs to be done, you're a good I, person for Oklahoma, and I'm I'm honored to know mm-hmm. you, buddy. Well, I uh, I'm just doing a do best. I've been brought up in the old school. Your word is your bond. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. And without integrity, you have nothing. We uh, when when we uh, first got to know each other, uh, he he made a trade with me. Uh, the AADE has a great event called uh, the Fin Feather for a Food Festival. Oh yeah, that's and right. I had my own. <laughs> I had my own. Oh. Yeah, I had my own venison in the fridge, but we wanted to make pierogies. You know, with uh, some friends. You know, so our our pierogies were going to be. A wild mushroom venison pierogi. Okay. You know, with, the, sounds w- good. with like a, a garlic aioli sauce, you know, maybe spice it up, you know, whatever. Why we do y'all always do. make me hungry? This is killing me. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, we have many restaurants in common we love, but so I was quickly running out of venison because we were going to feed, you know, we were going to make a, a thousand pierogies. Yeah. It was going to be huge. I was going to use up all my venison, which is fine. That's why I go hunt. I want to share it with others anyway. My passion, you know, probably ends up more in the food than the actual the hunt, but. I was quickly running out, and George was like, uh, I have a lot of venison in the freezer. Why don't you come and, and uh, I'll no. share it with you in exchange for a little bit of you know LinkedIn help you know on my side. Cause, I'd forgotten that. Yeah. He, <laughs> I mean, it saved my butt, and hopefully I helped him or uh, mm-hmm. made him a victim of LinkedIn either and way. Was, and you forgot about the elk. Oh, the elk. That's true. Uh, yeah. Delicious. The annual elk hunt to New Mexico. Yeah. He uh, he gets up there and uh, does a lot of uh, outdoors. Man, this guy. He's always outdoors. He's, he gets outdoors. Do I outdoors need to, to go with him? No, you, okay. you're not allowed. Okay. <laughs> no. Not putting... Okay. So, the, so the jump from um, the the transition, if you will, from, uh, from just wastewater to oil and gas was easy for you because you knew everybody. I knew a lot of people. Yes. Not easy, but... Yeah. Uh, I did. Um, family. I mean, some of these oil producers. They need. They've them. known since. Yeah, but but they've been known uh, since probably 1940. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, some of the most prominent oil people in Oklahoma City that have buildings named after them. Uh, and and they <laughs> saw they saw after you to say, hey, we have we see a. We see a need for you. We have we we are out there on our locations, and we want to make sure that uh, we keep the environment healthy. And you have a right. way to do it, and, George. And with what I do, it's all linked. Yeah. Why? Because wastewater treatment, agricultural interests with my dear food plots, uh, the oil and gas. It all requires one common denominator bacteria bacteria and if you can manipulate that bacteria then you can uh, do a lot of things now in the case of the saltwater remediation that does not uh, get remediated with bacteria right we can't do that now the hydrocarbon yes we can but not the salt. So the salt was a real challenge how do they how do you fix you know when, yeah. when, when he says salts uh, so for produced those that are, yeah, produced for water. produced water. So whenever the oil and gas industry, when we go and collect our natural resources, you know, we use a lot of chemicals to do so. 
And sometimes, you know, those are coming back up and we call it, you know, wastewater, salt water, but uh, you know, it's, it's a chemical solution mm-hmm. produced, produced water. water right. Yeah. And right. Uh, so the, for those, you know, in, in, not in our industry, you know, this is an opportunity for us to, you know, say, Hey, we care about the environment, but we, you know, we are open and honest with everybody outside of our industry. We, we care about the environment too. So and, produced water is the chemicals. Right. And so now, and I was asked, uh, I guess it was yesterday, what about if we have a produced water, can we go in and reduce or break that bond of mm. the salt, the sodium chloride, in the water? Great question. Right, it was. And I have had a trial like that before. And it, it did some good but it was missing a vital part. It's like a big puzzle. Okay. What was the missing part? I'm all ears. The missing part is the soil and the heavy metals in that soil is what will start to break that, help break that bond, and we just help that along a little bit more. Like like iron mm-hmm. down hole breaks, you know, creates those boogers sometimes for the uh, oil mm-hmm. and gas industry in the in the frack part. The that, gummy bear. Yeah, the gummy bear. That Those those metals are bonding with chemicals mm-hmm. and, and producing results right. or breaking, breaking them apart. Right, and so what I have done, I've worked uh, in it for six, seven years, learned the field, and recently... Uh, I started to have some concerns, and being as anal as I am, I've got to find and see if there isn't something better that can do it faster, quicker, uh, and maybe cheaper. Mm-hmm. Because you're looking at 100 to $200, maybe more, um, depending on location, on a digging hall. I've done uh, projects for as little as... $35 a cubic yard. A little bit cheaper than the hauling away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, $75 uh, a, a cubic yard. Yeah. So there's there's a good bit of savings. Yeah, because we're not, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, we're not talking about just the pad where the activity is on the facilities after the you know well's been drilled and produced and it's flowing and trucks are coming in and out or pipelines. We're talking about making sure that uh, not only is the pad, you know, environmentally okay but everything around there the farmer's land you know mm-hmm. all yes. of our all of our food crops and our Creeks, produce yeah streams all the yeah we love fishing right and we don't want anything going off down the stream so those right. plumes are uh, remediated i think you made a good point too on the uh, pipeline too we're even when it's leaving location it'd be a pipeline so oh, I've, you I've, can I've, help out with that too I've, man yeah. i mean we talked about that the other day this you know this pipeline business man all these people wanting to shut down we need more pipelines mm. we need a lot more infrastructure all the time we need people to know that the safest cleanest possible way for our energy future is building pipelines and maintaining them properly, not putting on on rail cars, not putting it in trucks, more trucks on the road. I'm good without that. We need pipelines, everybody. Pipelines are safe. Uh, we, you don't hear much about a uh, problem with that, but you have not until money and politics get into it. You know, politicians, (laughs) politicians want to change the game, not because they care about the environment. Everybody they're changing the game because they have other pockets to line. They want to, they want to take, from the citizens and put 
that power into their pockets or right. overseas even worse. Right. So there is a, uh, there's a great need for more, uh, pipelines. Um, man, I'll get off on that tangent in a heartbeat, but <laughs> yeah, they, uh, pro bringing the pipeline back that just that got shut down earlier. Yeah. Yes. So, so let's bring him back. So you have, uh, a, uh, st- case study and by all means, uh, man, George has a lot of data on, uh, Hey, I'm going to bring him on for just a second and then mom is going to take him away. But hey guys, here's my inspiration for doing everything right here. This little guy Come on, and all the family. Everybody talking energy show is all about the, the next generation and their energy needs. Are you wanting to talk? The familia. Huh? Oh yeah. He's, yeah. he's talking. Come here. Come say sing? hi. Come here. Come say so hi to sweet. dada. Say hi. I like your boots, buddy. This is it. This is Cannon Hill. He is the hey. next generation of uh, oil and gas. Uh, come here. Come say hi. You know, come sing. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. He's good at this. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's what song does he sing? What's what's his song? What's he like? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we're gonna get a lunch after this and probably go. So uh, George was telling me about the uh, uh, Earl's. Earl's yeah. barbecue. Earl's has the best burger for you right now. Uh, this is down the street. Then the one just right down the road. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it's outstanding. So. Well, since you're the guest, we'll we'll split and uh, we'll buy lunch. Okay. Yeah. That's so funny. So. Whenever. Uh, Whenever you talk about the uh, the water, uh, we have a friend, and we've we've done a show with him. Goodness, Goodness. we got oh allergies it's in Oklahoma. Just... Hey, grab him! Baby. It's spring. Right. <laughs> Come on, go, grab him. Take him downstairs, and we'll be done in just a second. No, bye, buddy. Bye. bye. That's funny. Bye. bye. So we have a good friend, uh, Gianni Giandrea who does this uh, company called Committed Water. And they are able to take produced water, and I'm talking like black yeah, produced yeah, worse water. Worse than my coffee. Yeah, it's it's rough, right? Yeah. They, they're able to take this produced water, and they have the only permit. When, it's, when they're done with their process, they are spraying it out on anywhere now. And you'll have to go to their website, you know, go to Committed Water, and see what they can do but it, it's a game changer within you know they're taking thousands and thousands of barrels of water and turning it into uh i mean let's just call it it's it's cleaner than drinking water so he literally like he was producing it from one of the wells there we uh, went to location mm-hmm. and as soon as it was out we actually filled up a cup with water and he grew hair for two days it was great <laughs> no it was oh, actually, yeah no it was actually great it was we it have was, a new market yeah it was absolutely amazing how yeah, he could go from just nothing to something that you could drink right then and there obviously that was pre-tested uh before you had it yes yes allegedly 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 <laughs> so uh for you uh, give me a case study of something you've right. been able to do i was given a challenge right um there was a uh, saltwater disposal spill up in Dewey County, and the uh, soluble salts 
initial data was 73,700 parts. Right. And if, for people that don't know, uh, Bermuda grass can survive about 1,600 parts. At 73,000, you're killing trees. Everything is dying. Now let me see, get my cheaters on. Yeah, 73,700. Three weeks later, we had a, we were down to 25,300 for 65% reduction in three weeks. In three weeks. Yeah. The electroconductivity went from 115,000 to 39,600, 65% drop. But chlorides, which are at 29,900, call it 30,000, were at 5,400 for an 82% drop in three weeks on top of compacted gypsum. So you're taking unusable soil and turning it into something that's going to be We had Bermuda again. grass starting to um, uh, grow back over send runners. See, I, this is why I like you. I, I have no idea how to do this, but if, I, if I need a, uh, a, a place cleaned up, I know who to call. Yeah, another one, 45,000 uh, prior to treatment, 88 days later, it was 2,870 for a 93% reduction. Conductivity went from 71,400 in 88 days to 4,490. And um, the threshold limit for Oklahoma Corporation Commission is 4,000. And that was a 93% drop. The chlorides went from 27,005 to 1,020. That was within 20 milligrams per kilogram of uh, compliance. And so all of this, that was a 95% drop. So That's that's dramatic. That really is. Yeah. That's, that's truly amazing. And so, uh, I'm glad you're able to get out there and get that done. And so that was my, uh, what I was using. Yeah. So I decided there's got to be something better. Those are already great numbers. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, but I wasn't satisfied. Because, okay. it, because it's not just the product, it's the person who's applying it and all the science behind Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Sure. And so typically, uh, when somebody may approach me and say, uh, we, we want to buy your product, and I've been known to say, no. What do you mean, no? You won't but know how to apply it. You won't know how to apply it. You won't you see won't the, the, you won't, you won't see the results that I see, mm -hmm. and therefore you won't, you'll think that the product doesn't work. And I've had people tell me that. Yeah. And they didn't understand. Because you created that product. That's, hey, a lot of people don't understand. Like, he is, he has designed this product to go out and remediate these locations. Well, so I, I figured there's got to be a better yeah. way to do it. So knowing the componentry uh, that I had available, right. I switched components to a different source that is four times more concentrated, has far, far less heavy metals, so I can bind up more heavy metals. Okay. And um, so I theorized that I figure I can probably cut the remediation time in half. And I have an ongoing trial right now. There we go. See, yeah. that's what this one I love about our industry. You mentioned that. Innovation innovation and our constantly industry. trying to better ourselves yeah, every we, single right. day we want to do it right and yeah. then we want to make it better yeah so what i did i took my own property my own property for the site right and i got 125,000 parts 
of soluble salts. Okay. And I put it down. I let it sit for 30 days. And it was crusted with salt. And then I took my first sample. I knew what the water was. Right. So I took my soil sample, and with dispersion, it was 34,000. A little bit high. Hmm? No. Cut it in half. Or three. No, and I hadn't treated it yet. And no. you hadn't even treated it. No, okay. it's, it's dispersed. Right. So then I took what I, about one-third of what I, or third to half of what I had used prior, but because of the concentration was up, much cleaner product, 29 days later, I already at zero to one foot, because we have to go down three feet to meet the Oklahoma Corporation Commission requirements. In 29 days... Which, by the way, we beat as an industry all the time. Most of the time, those, these regulations they put out, we as an industry are just... Smoking them. Yeah, smoking them. I mean, we, we want to do better than what uh, regulations say. We are we all achieve that. Safety, mm-hmm. environmental. Oh. I mean, all of our practices are always, we're, we're trying to be better. Yeah. So, 29 days later, I had a across the board 69% drop in 29 days at zero to one foot. At one to two feet, 77% drop. That's good. And then two to three uh, was in compliance. It had not migrated down. So you can go out and, and you, there's there's really, at this point, you don't think there's any uh, locations you can't get taken care of without having to haul. It would be, Probably not. It'd be a Upper. big stretch for these companies to have to haul away dirt these days. Yes. Good. That's yes. massive. At, at uh, a lower cost. Now, and, sometimes... And everybody that's listening... Uh, Get a hold of George Edwards uh, if you're uh, an EMP company. I mean, if if you if you are any part of a well site at all, and you think that there needs to be at least testing, you know, reach out and uh, you know find it. He'll come out there, do the testing, and then offer you a really reliable an opportunity to get results uh, to uh, you know fix uh, fix up the environment around those sites. And typically, what I do, uh, I can pull the samples. Then I a lot of times will use whoever contractor they are comfortable with, yeah. and I oversee the project to make sure it's done. Consulting. That's the environmental consulting. consulting. And, and I, I, feel I myself, like the other day you're telling you know back to uh, us hunting and fishing. Uh, he gets a lot of work around deer hunting season because <laughs> what all all think about it all the hunters were out and about we're walking through fields we're walking you know nearby I mean oil and gas is you know very present in Oklahoma so you see you know the, the, more often than not corporation commissions getting calls a lot more during hunting season because everybody's out walking and they see you know a problem and that's when uh, you know that's when a lot of these you know problems are reported that just uh, that, that makes me laugh well so. thank you hunters for reporting and letting us know so <laughs> we can get edwards out there right we are yeah, yeah. <laughs> hunting hunting and fishing are stewards of our environment oh yes, yes, huge, huge we 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 want for the next generation my son who you just saw well, I want for the next generation mm-hmm. for him to be able to get out there and uh, enjoy his environment and his natural resources mm-hmm. that that's we all awesome. protect okay 
Yes. Well, guys, I'm going to wrap this up, and I just want to say, George, I love you, buddy. Thank you so much for what you do, and uh, man, all the things you contribute to our community and society, and uh, my dinner plate. I thank you so much, and uh, this is our show, Talking Energy Show. That's it, everybody. Take care. God bless. Get well, a hold of uh, George Edwards Environmental. How do you get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, They can go to my website. We just launched it today. Oh, good. Uh, hey. for an update. An update. Uh, yeah. Industry that- first, right here www.edwardsenvironmentalcorp.com edwardsenvironmentalcorp.com right 405-843-3431 405-843-3431 and if they have salt water produced water issues then go and uh, on my website you have look. so much on the website well i'm, I'm glad that's uh, a lot to P- learn pwr yeah produced water remediator Produce water remediator. There you go. Man, it's good stuff. All right, that's it. That's really it, everybody. Thank you, guys. God <laughs> bless. Take care. See you next time. Be good. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.